Thank you for joining us here at Celebration Church, where we celebrate God, celebrate people, and celebrate life. We hope you enjoy today's message. Hi, everybody, and welcome to Celebration Church Online. We are so excited to be with you this morning. What an interesting season we're still in. Uh, Charlie and I are doing well. Our son is growing. He started smiling this week, uh, definitely melting our hearts. Uh, growing too quickly already, if you like, but hey, I'm loving fatherhood and I just pray you're blessed, uh, that your world is blessed and that you're encountering God in a really fresh and powerful way. Uh, today's message, I'm really excited to preach it and we've also got some props, as you can see, we're going to be sharing with you. Last week, Pastor Joel spoke an amazing message and this week we're going to continue on the theme of dangerous prayers or things that we pray that actually um, we know God will answer, but sometimes we forget the cost attached to it. Um, today, I want to speak to you. Uh, if you're writing notes, write this down. Today's message is called Praying God-Sized Prayers. Praying God-Sized Prayers. And if you have your Bibles, I want you to turn to Numbers chapter 13 with me. Numbers 13. Just as you're turning there, let me just pray and let me just ask the Holy Spirit to come and help us today. So, Father, we thank you so much that you are here with us. I thank you for everybody listening or watching right now. And, Father, I pray your blessing upon them. And, Lord, we just pray right now as we open your word that, Holy Spirit, you would speak to our hearts afresh, that you would just do an amazing work in people's lives. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for all that you are and who you are and all that you've done for us. So we just honour you in this moment, in Jesus' name. And everyone said... Amen. So Numbers chapter 13 says this. Numbers 13 verse 27 says this. It says, They gave Moses this account. We went into the land to which you sent us, and it does flow with milk and honey. Here is its fruit. But the people who live there are powerful, and the cities are fortified and very large. And we saw descendants of Anak there, and they were giants. In verse 30 it says this. Then Caleb silenced the people before Moses and said, we should go up and take possession of the land for we can certainly do it. It says in verse 31, but the men who had gone up with him said, we can't attack those people. They are stronger than we are. They are spread and then they spread among the Israelites a report about the land they explored. And they said, the land we uh, explored devours those living in it. And the people who saw, we saw there have great size. We saw the giants there, the descendants of Anak, and we seem like grasshoppers in our own eyes, and we look the same to them. You know, when it comes to God and when it comes to our prayer life, we have to always remember that it's God's desire that we pray God-sized prayers. We see in this example that two mighty men, Joshua and Caleb, had a different spirit. They had a different mentality when it came to God. They had a different view of God. The majority of people saw the problem. They saw the giants. They saw the blessing, but they also saw the hindrances. And what happened was they were too scared to step into the promises of God. We have to understand that when it comes to how we approach the things of life, the blessings that God has for us, the challenges that are ahead of us, we have to realize we can have a small view of ourselves, or we can have a big view of God in us. And I want to encourage every one of us today that often our prayer life reflects our view of God. 
when we have a small view of God, we often pray small prayers. But when we have a big view of God, we often pray big prayers. And I want to encourage you today that Joshua and Caleb uh, stepped into the blessing of God because they understood how big their goal was, not how small their own abilities were. Most of the men, most of the people, they saw that they looked like grasshoppers, but Joshua and Caleb said, wait a second, we can surely do it according to how great our God is. And I want to encourage you today that when it comes to dangerous prayers, prayers that make a huge difference, it takes courage, it takes boldness, but it starts with us having a big view of God. Because our God is big, our God is great, our God is mighty, he, is, he, he has the footstool, um, the earth as his footstool, it says in the scripture. And we often forget that because we look at all the big things around us, we look at all the situation right now with the virus, it's all in the news every night, lots of fear, lots of things going wrong. But we have to remember this, that our God is greater, our God is bigger. And so today, let's just look at praying God-sized prayers. Why do we pray God-sized prayers? And secondly, what happens when we pray God-sized prayers? And my heart for you today is that you finish this time with me going, you know what, I'm going to pray bold prayer. I'm going to pray God-sized prayer. And through that, we see God-sized things happen in our lives. So why should we pray God-sized prayer? Well, before we talk about that, let's look at reasons why we often don't pray God-sized prayers. Often we are afraid to pray God-sized prayers. What do I mean by God-sized prayers? I mean prayers that only he can answer. I mean prayers that make you nervous. Prayers that make you a little bit like, oh, wow, we're taking a risk with that prayer. Because what happens is we often are afraid that we're going to fail. What happens if I believe for that thing and it doesn't happen? What happens if I pray for that thing and God doesn't answer me? What happens if I declare that thing and someone thinks that I have pride and I, I don't want to go for that? Often we have disappointments in our life and we let that infect our prayer life and God says, stop looking at the giant of disappointment and start to look at how big I am. You see, we serve the great I am. He is self-sufficient. He is, he is amazing in every way. We have to remember the blessing and the greatness of the God we serve. Don't let failure get in the way of praying God-sized prayers. So let's look at what happens when we pray God-sized prayers. The first thing is this, and a lot of things happen, but number one, if you're writing notes, when we pray God-sized prayers, we actually give God God-sized glory. We give God the glory because only he can do the very things that we're asking him to do. When I got married to Charlie, um, we decided very early on that we were going to live a life of God-sized prayers. We decided that when it came to our marriage, when it came to our family, when it came to what we believe in God for, that we actually had God-sized prayer as part of who we were. And what happened was we had rented for a couple of years and we just felt like the years of renting were coming to an end and we had peace about getting our own home. And as a testimony, just to share, to encourage you, we had a decision to make. God, we don't know necessarily how we can do it, but we believe that by the end of the year, we're going to have our own home. At the time, Charlotte was at university. I was pastoring, and uh, pastors don't get paid too much. And we were just thinking, God, how can you do it? 
We believe you can give us our own home to buy. Renting has been fine up till now, but the season's changing. And we ended up just approaching God together. We would go for walks together with our, our dog and we would pray and say, God, we just believe that you can provide for us a way where there seems to be no way. And in the bank account, there wasn't much going on. You know, physically, on paper, there wasn't much going on. But we believed that God could make a way where there was no way. And we just kept coming before God and saying, God, we just believe for our own home. And I remember we would go uh, to open houses. The Bible says faith without works is dead. How can we apply our faith and our prayer? We'd go to open houses. We'd talk to agents. We would start to get ideas and write a list of what we want in our home. We also thought, God, what else can we do? We thought, let's, let's pack up our house. And we packed up our house literally into boxes. And for six months, our house was full of um, packed up goods, all of our furniture. All we had out was a couple of plates, our TV and our couch. Everything else was boxed up, had no visitors over. It just a house that didn't look like a normal home because we had the thought that, wait a second, we want to actually get ourselves ready to move into our own home. We believe it's coming. I, I'll be honest with you, though. There were days where I had doubt. There were days where I felt like an idiot. There were days where I say to Charlotte, we're believing for a home and I don't know how to make it come about. I don't know what to do when it comes to trying to make this happen. But we just kept praying. We kept believing God and Charlotte being the incredible woman of God she is, kept speaking faith. And, and then some days I'd be full of faith and I'd be like, yeah, we're going to see it. And would think that we're going to have breakthrough. You know, by the end of the year, we will literally sign the documents for our own home. And the even funnier thing was, we ended up buying the house next door. So I was literally just throwing things over the fence, didn't need a removal truck. And God actually met us at our God-sized faith, our God-sized prayers. And through that, only he can be given glory. He made a way where there was no way. I know many of you right now are believing for your own home. Many young adults are watching this. Hey, pray God-sized prayers. The worst case that's going to happen is, hey, you took a step of faith. Credit to you. God can come through and do above and beyond. So have God-sized prayer in your heart. So what happens when we pray God-sized prayer is we actually end up giving God the glory for coming through. We can often pray prayers that we can do ourselves. I hope you realize that. We often pray prayers like that. They're prayers that we can actually establish ourselves. Then we say, oh, thank you, God. God says, hey, well, you did it. But there are some things that only God can do. And that's where God-sized prayers come in. Let me ask you the question, what are the God-sized prayers today that you're actually praying? Because that's when the miracles start to happen. God-sized prayers a miracle working prayers. They are impossible working prayers. The Bible says that our faith pleases the heart of God. I want to encourage you today that even with Jesus, when he talked about praying to his Father, he started with, Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. It starts with giving glory to God. When we pray God-sized prayers, we give glory to God. And I love this in John chapter 14, verse 13. If you have your Bibles, John 14, 13. It says, I will do whatever you ask in my name, so that the Father may be glorified in the Son. You may ask for anything in my name, and I will do it. How amazing is that? God's size prayers are established 
to bring glory to the Father. And true God-sized prayers are dangerous. There's an element of risk. What if you can't achieve it? What if it doesn't happen? But when it does happen, oh, all glory to God. All you've got to do is speak to somebody who's had a, a healing happen in their life, a provision, a miraculous provision happen. I tell you, you can argue all day about theology, but if someone's been healed of something, all glory goes to God. And I just want to speak that over you, that when you pray God-sized prayer, it's great because you bring all glory to God. Hey, the second point is this. God-sized prayer brings God-sized breakthrough. I've got a bit of a prop here today. Uh, the filming crew's a little bit nervous. Let's see how we go. I've got safety first. Safety first. Here we go. I'm going to put this on too. Yeah. There you go. I'm just going to take it off firstly. Because often in life, we approach God. How cool are my sunnies? Sunnies? How cool are my glasses? <laughs> be, I feel a bit goofy. Often we approach God and we approach him in different ways. And we approach God with this little hammer. And this little hammer is when we beg God for things. We don't know who we are in God. We don't know his will. So we beg him and we try and bring breakthrough with a little hammer. And nothing happens, minimal happens, because we have a heart of a slave and not a son. We have a heart of a beggar instead of knowing our authority. And nothing goes on. We can also approach God with a slightly bigger hammer. What happens is, I'm going to put these headphones on. Uh, no, we don't need them yet. And this is a prayer of routine. This is a prayer of familiarity. It's a prayer we just pray because we've always prayed that prayer and we think it's a good prayer. And there's not much, not much breakthrough that goes on. There's a bit of noise. There's a bit of dust. But there's not a lot because we're praying out of routine instead of relationship we also approach god with something like this and this is when we pray prayers knowing who we are in god knowing that we can pray god-sized prayers prayers that make a difference prayers that bring breakthrough the bigger the prayer the bigger the breakthrough we have to have courage and yeah i'm just going to put these headphones on bear with me earmuffs entertaining for you it uh, went a bit worse than what we thought um, I'm in a lot of pain right now but we'll get through this the point being this when we pray God-sized prayer we bring God-sized breakthrough and as you saw there often with God-sized prayer it might not be straight away it might be a few times it might be a season some of you have been praying for many years those God-sized prayers keep praying them but always understand that sometimes it starts with a little bit of breakthrough so a little bit of chipping away and it starts to grow and you're praying for that family member and they start to open up or 
you know, you're believing for that breakthrough and something else happens in your life. And before you know it, you start to see really big God breakthrough moments. And they're the moments you look back and think, whoa, God, only you could have done that in my life. But understand that God wants you to pray these God-sized prayers. Even if it does result in a broken foot, hey, we'll wait and see what the doctor says. You guys can pray for me afterwards. Talking to the film crew. <laughs> I just want to encourage you, scripture-wise, it says this in James chapter 5, verse 16. It says, The prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective. Keep praying. Keep believing God. Keep believing for those breakthrough moments. Keep taking God at his word. Keep having the faith to believe what God says because it's a faith that moves the kingdom. It's a faith that bring heaven to earth. It's those who are full of faith, full of the Holy Spirit. I want to encourage you. It says in 1 John chapter 5, verse 14, it says this, 1 John 5, 14, this is the confidence we have in approaching God that when we ask for anything according to his will, he hears us and we know that when he hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we will have what we have asked of him. That's the size of God's size prayer. It's praying according to his will. It's approaching him with boldness. It's knowing that your God is able to just meet you and go beyond what you've prayed. And that goes on to our third point. And our final point is this. When we pray God-sized prayers, we actually encourage God-sized blessing into our life. God-sized blessing. Who wants God-sized blessing? I know I do in my life. And it says this in Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20. Ephesians 3.20 Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than we can ask or imagine according to his power that is at work within us to him be the glory in the church and in Jesus Christ throughout all generations forever and ever to him that who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all you can ask when you ask God for God-sized things when you ask for things that are going to be so big that only he can do them Understand that God is not just a God who meets your need or meets your prayer. He also loves to exceed your prayer, exceed what you've asked, exceed to show his goodness and to show his glory. And so today I want to encourage you, get a God-sized view of him. Understand how big your God is. Understand that when we pray God-sized prayers, that we give God God-sized glory. We see God-sized breakthrough. And lastly, we receive God-sized blessing. As we finish today, I just want you to ask yourself a couple of questions or if you're in your Zoom groups uh, we have throughout the church or if you're on podcasts, ask yourself this question. Number one, what are some God-sized prayers that you've seen answered in your life? Think about some testimonies, some things that you've seen God do in your life. What are some God-sized prayers? Maybe someone else in your Zoom group or in your family you sharing might speak faith into them. And secondly, what is a God-sized prayer today that you're believing God for? What's a dangerous prayer, a God-sized prayer that only he can do in your life, in Jesus' name? Again, I just want to say thank you for joining us today. We pray blessing upon you and your family. And let me just pray for you right now. Why don't we close our eyes? Father, I pray for every single person watching or listening on podcasts. Father, bless them. Lord, I pray this week will be a week of breakthrough, a week of God-sized blessing, a week of God-sized glory to you, a week of God-sized breakthrough in our life. Father, we thank you so much for who you are, and we just commit this next week to you in Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. Hey, church, have a great week, and we'll see you next Sunday, 10 a.m. Be blessed. 
We hope you were encouraged by today's message. If you would like to know more about our church, please go to celebrationchurch.com.au.